Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey, my name is Steven, and I am an addict. My clean date's February 12th of 2018. I'm a member of Serenity Group in the I-59 area of Mississippi Regional Narcotics Anonymous. February 6th, Unconditional Love and Step 5. Many of us have looked up and seen unconditional love in the eyes of the person hearing our fifth step. It works, Step 5. From addict to addict, sponsor to sponsor, sponsor to sponsee, there's nothing in NA that all of us experience the same way. There's the popularized or even the idealized notion of how things should go. Then there's how they actually happen. Many of us resist step four because of step five. The thought of being that vulnerable with someone is scary. And when we hear those wonderful stories of members reading their inventories to their sponsors and immediately feeling relief and acceptance, we feel more intimidated than reassured. Many of us have a sponsor whose eyes reflect unconditional love who says all the right things, but what about tomorrow? Like all other spiritual principles, unconditional love takes work. It's not a snap-your-fingers moment, a switch that we turn on for the perfect moment that stays bright without fail. NA provides a place for all of us, a place where any addict can find hope. We deserve the love that of the fellowship, yet that requires the individual effort of members. Unconditional love is more than merely loving someone for who they are regardless of. In the sponsor-sponsee relationship, loving is more than just accepting. A sponsor shared, unconditional love says that I will invest in your growth no matter what. I intentionally decide to invest in someone regardless of who you are, what you've done. We all deserve that. I've also been working on myself to loosen and remove the conditions on love that my life experience had placed there. We don't do it perfectly, and how we express unconditional love isn't uniform from attic to attic or from day to day. Accepting the unconditional love that's offered also takes work. For many of us, the fifth step is an opportunity to do just that, perhaps even more so. It's the day after, when we call our sponsor, and they're there for us, just like yesterday. Love is a decision that needs to be made over and over again. I'm willing to take action about that decision today regarding a fellow member and unconditionally express love as best I can. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is February 6th, Unconditional Love and Step 5. What do you think, Jennifer? Um, like This is a really kind of deep reading for me and I think I identify a lot with it because there's a lot of fear that cycles around you know step four and five this is you know it's like all the folk are talking about oh I'm on four getting ready to do a fifth step I don't I can't move yeah you know what's funny about that is like 
today, like I can't wait to unload that stuff. Amen. Right. Like mm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to live there anymore, but man, and I, and I talk about this a lot, man, my very first sponsor that I worked steps with, now I had a lot of sponsors before that. Cause I would do like the one, two, three shuffle with them. Cause I was so terrified of my four step and this lady and a step study that I went to said some things about her four step and she'd already done it. And you know what I mean? Done a fifth step and done around a couple rounds of steps. Said something worse than I'd ever done when I was using. And I had so much shame and guilt mm. behind my behavior and the things that I did to get high that I just couldn't imagine telling anybody. And a lot of it had to do with my age and a lot of just had to do with just not understanding that I wasn't alone, you know, back then. And so Sure. When I finally heard that, I got the relief before I even got to the fifth step of like, I'm going to be okay, right? Um, and it was really, for me, it was very, you know, um, well, I can't even, I can't even talk about the word, but, but the unconditional love that she provided to get me there, um, mm. you know, was even more important because I had See, to do one, That's a cool two, three, perspective, four. man. That's a really yeah. cool, yeah, like the, the lead up, like you were loved mm -hmm. into a place where you can, where you can open yourself yeah. up to her. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And she really did. She really did. You know, my, my, I had issues with the higher power. I had issues with the word God. I mean, I had issues with everything, by the way, when I first <laughs> got here, you know? Um, and so when, when we talk about that unconditional love piece, like she really was very patient and tolerant with me, very loving and kind. And, and the truth is, is if I knew what she was providing me was unconditional love at the time, I wouldn't have been able to accept it, but I was so oblivious and so self-absorbed mm -hmm. that I just thought that she was just a great person that would, you know, just listen to me whenever I talked or wouldn't, mm -hmm. wouldn't hate me or shame me if I said anything bad. Uh, Cause I was so absorbed with what is everybody going to think about me? Not now, are you providing. About, are you thinking when you say that in the, in that context though, are you thinking about like fifth stepping in front of, you know, the group and that's where some of that fear came from or, or with this lady? Because I, no, I think there's a fear that goes on is like, hey, look, you know, am I going to fifth step, you know, at the meeting place? And that's not necessarily what we do. No, no. I, I think for me, it was I I didn't trust anybody that they wouldn't tell anybody else. Right. And then. It yeah. became, oh, no, that's good. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'll tell you, and this is just my experience and outside of the fellowship before I got clean, I lived at the end of my using. I lived in a very tiny little town. It had 3000 people in it. And I became noticed and aware of who I was and what my behavior was. Um, and so I, you good, know, when, right. Like nothing, not in a good way. <laughs> and, um, you know, between being an addict and, 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 you know, being, you know, um, you know, just behave, you know, sexual behaviors that were becoming of a 16 and 17 year old girl. And, um, it's not, you know, and I was like the town, like I didn't care. So I was like the town addict that didn't know that people were talking about me because I didn't come from a small town. So anyway, so that fear of like Narcotics Anonymous is going to know all the things that I did and what the bad person that I am turned into, okay, yeah, that's not how we do that. And I finally, and that unconditional love provided the trust to get me to five, right? So, uh, and, but it and, really was, it was scary. Little, and to add some context to that too, is like, if, so if there's somebody listening who has had a little bit different experience than that to where uh -huh. you did kick your fist step up and because it happens, you know, oh, it happens because we mm -hmm. deal with fucking humans, man, you know, we're dealing with addicts and, and, and stuff. If something does get said and spread or, you know, or whatever, you can stay clean through that too. 
Oh yeah. You know, but the 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 hope is, and and what we what we we try to prepare in steps one, two, three, and four is that, like, hey, no matter what happens, man, we understand that all this shit that I'm writing down, it's already been done. Yeah. It's fucking already been, and that that's what I try to pour into into my guys is like, look, man. Like you, a four step leading into a fifth step is the most loving thing that we can do for ourselves. Yeah, it just did, and I'm really glad that you talked about like, hey, I, I'm looking forward to unloading this stuff. It's fucking right. That's what it is. It's like, here, look, I'm gonna lessen this load a little bit, man. Yeah, because it, it's heavy. You know, it's heavy to hold on to that stuff today. But I think because I've experienced, you know, and you have too. Like we've experienced that freedom of mm. not having to live in that. So when it arises, we might like squash around and you know get our boots a little muddy but we don't want to stay there you know well you know where i think we that, that we need some i feel very fortunate man i was taught how to receive a fist step and i don't think as a fellowship that we talk about it enough and i say that very lovingly not a you know like an uh, over yeah. criticism or anything like this it's like I, I got taught how to receive a fist step no laughing no chuckling oh, yeah. no exaggerate no and you know you know one thing that i was that i was taught not to do and say like, damn really Oh, damn, really? No, man. It's like you fucking, you shut the fuck up when they're talking and you listen. But but before that, though, I started out with, man, that's what my my first sponsor did for me, man. When I, when I kicked out my fifth step, I had so much, I got clean at 16, right? And I had so much, there was a lot of incest. There was a lot of, um, you know, and I've shared about this a lot, man, about being, being in the room with with like my old man and his buddies and you know they're watching porn and shit i really can't put a lot of those pieces together but all the stuff that i was really like like incest with cousins and stuff and and um all the shit that i was so afraid of telling mm-hmm. anybody so afraid yeah. of you know what man he it, it we fifth step in a vehicle in, in his vehicle and he was driving he looked over to me and and he started out with saying something that was that was very similar to 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 everything I just said about him and you know and someone in his life. I fucking sat back in that car, man, and I was just like, okay, here it is. Yeah, like he opened it. it for me, mm-hmm. Jen. You know what I'm talking about? Like he just said, here, here, here's a little piece of me to get us started, and I just fucking threw up. It was like it, it was yeah. like here, here's everything, here, you know. And he was a, he was a fucking G with it, man. He just he just and, loved me through. Yeah. And my sponsor never said, "Oh damn!" And like, and a lot of what my sponsor said was, "Yeah, me too." You know, there was a lot that's of about me the too. only thing that we can say, man, is "Me too" or "I love you," and that's what they taught me how to take a fist step. And I don't know. I think it's needed. I think we do need to teach. Oh, for sure. You know, we need to teach folk how to receive a fist step. It's probably just as important as like, Hey man, are you being thorough with your fourth and fifth step? It's mm-hmm. probably just equally important as like when, when we have the honor to receive one, if we do it the right way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think too. And, and, and it talks about this kind of later in this reading where it talks about, you know, unconditional love and how that kind of changes over time. And, you know, once I got mm-hmm. through some of the really yucky stuff where I wasn't sure if I trusted everybody, I think my sponsor became acutely aware that, you know, I was committed to this at some point. Mm-hmm. And she kind of got to one of these things where it was like that unconditional love turned into, for lack of a better term, tough love, right? Like, okay, like I've, I've kind of walked you through this process and mm-hmm. I've loved you. And that love turned into, okay, now that we've done this work, 
right? You're coming at me with some of the same shit that you've been talking about in your fourth and fifth step. Like, what are we going to do about that? Oh, right? you yeah, mean I mean, like when, when old behaviors aren't old behaviors because they're current well, they're behaviors? current behaviors? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're getting into six and seven and, yeah, and it's hurts. like, well, and not only that, but what ha- what started happening was, of course, you know, because I got in a relationship. And so all my enti- entire world became that. And so what where I went with that was, you know, I'd call her about random shit all the time, complaining about them, complaining about that, complaining about them. And it was all, you know, everybody else. And she'd be like, and it'd be late at night. And and, and usually it was after a fight. And she'd be like, are you going to get loaded tonight? I was like, no. And she's like, all right, well, we're going to talk in the morning. You know what I mean? And she didn't <laughs> I'm me, not you know? your relationship therapist, right? You know, I'm not- that's cool. Right. And so the unconditional love became like, I love you. I want you to stay clean and I want you to get better. And so we're not going to do this at midnight or one o'clock. Because cool, I didn't really have much to do with my life back then, but she had a job and a husband, you know what I mean? Like she had things to do. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. ever felt like she didn't love me any less, but I definitely didn't like that. But guess what? I stopped doing stopped going in the middle of the night, you know? So it was like, well, in, in addition to that though, you, you experience staying clean mm-hmm. through, Oh shit. I can't dump all my shit on my sponsor at midnight, but damn, right, exactly. clean through it. It doesn't feel good, but I can say, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. And man. It, never. If, if I had ever said or showed up on her doorstep or anything at any time of the day, and I said, I feel like getting high. She'd have been like, come on in, sit down. Let's have a right, We might have had the same sponsor then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, look and that's- and, and She was so- very loving and kind and patient with me, but she yeah. became very firm um, and I very my, clear. My, my guy flipped it. You know, he was- he- <laughs> He was real strict and kind of mean at first. And then he kind of, he softened up warmed a little up. bit, you know, yeah, he warmed up a little bit, but uh, here, here's another thing that happened, man. He, so after the fifth step, right, he, he dropped me off at the place I was staying and then, um, you know, he rang me up. It wasn't, you know, you couldn't just text somebody and say, Hey, you good. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, so, so he, you know, he called and, and, uh, he said, man, how you feeling? You feeling like using? And I said, I really do, man. I fucking feel like getting high. And do you know that we talked about, I don't know, I guess a while, but we talked about it in, in on the phone. And he said that after his fifth step, he he couldn't identify the feeling other than, hey, man, I want to get high. And so he checked on me. And now after I take my guy's fifth step, you know, I, I yep, I, I asked them afterwards, man, I, I call him up and ask him, hey, you feeling like using? Because here here's what it was. I don't even know if it was ac- actually me feeling like getting high then. But Jen, it, it it had been the first time in, I don't like maybe my adultish life or what you know whatever, yeah, that I didn't have. Like I just felt emptied out inside, like in a good way, but still empty out, emptied out inside. You know what I'm and saying? Like I was unloaded. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck to do with that. I didn't know what to do with that, and so so mm-hmm. I I just associated it with, fuck, I'm feeling emptied out inside, like. I'm, I'm, I feel like getting high. That's what I assigned to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I think I, I had very high expectations that I would have this burning bush, ex, you know, parting the sea experience. Mm. And, and I didn't. And I, so I felt disappointed. Like I was supposed to have this rush of oh, I'm free and I didn't, you know, and, and the freedom came, you know, over time for me. I remember having this yeah. conversation where like, I don't feel anything. And I had talked a lot about the stuff already with her that, you know, had gone on. 
And it wasn't that I didn't feel anything. I guess that's the wrong terminology. I didn't, I didn't, my expectations were not met. Therefore I was disappointed. And it was kind of that same, like, oh, then it was like, well, now we get to talk about, you know, six and seven. It was like, oh, that doesn't sound good either. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you in, 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 in this process, man, of like, um, you know, j- just having the honor of taking some really heavy, and that's the word that I kind of assigned to it is just like being able to receive some heavy th- fifth steps. Dude, I have to say that I probably, I probably get more out of receiving somebody's fifth step than, or it may be in equal parts, you know, like the, yeah. the, like their process of getting them through <clears throat> that process and all that stuff. And I know the reward, you know, that, that they're kind of in, in, in that season, but damn, man, to, does does receiving a fifth step kind of um, fuck? It makes me and number one, it makes me feel like I'm not I'm I'm not bigger than I need to be, and I'm not smaller than I need to be. It, it uh-huh. it's probably the greatest thing that gets me right sized, and then yeah, and then the love that I feel, man, for that. You know, I could take. I don't know if you ha- have you had this experience where you're sponsoring someone that maybe you just don't like. Um, can we say like? Like, is that okay? Can we say that we sponsor people? We don't have to like people like, to sponsor, you know, for sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so it, yeah. I say it kind of lighthearted, but you know, but I'll tell you, man, like after, after, after hearing, you know, after hearing a fist step, it's like, man, some folk that I just, you know, it's like just kind of tough to spend time with and stuff like this, man, it makes me look at them a whole different way. It's that compassion or that empathy and compassion piece and that like bonding yeah, you piece. Feel their pain. Fucking beautiful, mm-hmm. man. Because the pain is the same. The the behavior and all the mm. what I did is different. But I think the feelings are very similar in, in how we approach it and where we go with it and why we have to do it, you know. That's um, a good point. Man. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, I've I sponsor, I, I have this, you know, group of women that are all very different. And so it 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 sometimes baffles me. I'm like, do we know each other? I mean, I had a lady out of the blue come, you know, say, Can she meet me recently, you know, in a couple of years ago and say, you know, you were couple of people said you would be a good sponsor for me. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking to, but I don't think they were talking about me. I don't know her. <laughs> we live very different lives, right? Very yeah. different lives. Um, everything from our finances to our relationships, like all of that. And I was like, what do I have to offer? And so it's, it's cool to like, when you, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not any better or any worse than anybody. I have the ability to work steps with anybody that asks me, even if, hmm. I don't understand them or I guess if it, even if I don't like them. And and that piece right there has been interesting because there's no way I could have done it without all of that, uh, you know, going back to unconditional love. I wouldn't have been able to do it without receiving that first. Yeah, that's and, really cool, man. That's a cool setup. Yeah. yeah. So Jen, if, if we have some folks listening and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of tighten this episode up with this. So if they're, if they're approaching, you know, their first fifth step, you know, mm-hmm. I, it does get easier and you know and like the oh, longer the longer that i'm in this process man we don't even really label it as like a a, a formal fist step. we kind of call it and i like that you you folks you you your tribe out in cali talk about you know getting was it getting clear and current clear and current yeah yeah getting clear and current and that's that's really what it, it's like an ongoing process mm-hmm. man let me get clear and current but it gets easier to just say hey look here i am this is me. This is what's going on. Boom. It so does. What, what do we say to the first to to the person about to take about to take their first fifth step? I'll go first. I'll throw it to you, and then we're going to wrap it up. My okay. point of action on the first fifth step is this: it is say the thing that you don't want to say first, that hardest piece for whatever the fuck it is. Get it out first, 
and then and then there it goes what do you think yeah. I love that, you know, and, and had I not heard from my first sponsor, um, that one thing, I, I don't know if I would have been able or comfortable enough with her. Um, I, I think when it comes to the fist step for me and, and where I'm at today, I think that, you know, making sure that the relationship that I have with them, that it, there really is that love and that trust and that mm -hmm. bond, you know, and, and, and I'll tell you one, two, three, gets me to the point where I'm going to be okay. The HP's got me. So no matter what happens after that, we're all, you know, I'm going to be okay. And, uh, and that's a safety net for me today. So, you know, if, if you're, if you're doing this right now and, and you're wondering what, what the hell to do and what you're going to say and how you're going to do it, man, HP's got you covered. You know? HP's got you covered. There's no way other way around that. And that's why we we do one, two, three first before we get to the fourth and fifth step. So you're going to be okay. It's our, like you already say, it's already, it's already okay. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.